welcome to the Heels and Quads Wrestling Podcast. Yeah. A fully loaded edition. Yeah, 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 yeah. Pay-per-views of all time. WCW's New Blood Rising. What day is it again? Tuesday. Monday. It's Monday. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> when you're down in the dumps and you need something to bring you up. Hey, Domino's, if you want to sponsor the show for giving <laughs> Levi the shits at 2 a.m., you can email us at heelsandquads at gmail.com. Everybody's just having a good old fucking time here. They're having a great time at Bash of the Beach. Because it was free. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, now. The show must go on, but things must go wrong. <laughs> I wanted yeah. to have a fucking puke bucket next to me and be like, Oh my god, he's gonna puke. There's something wrong with me. I'm gonna go, look dude, I'm gonna big league him. <laughs> look, look dude, do you know who I am and do you know how much money I've made doing it? <laughs> Wrestling is so fucking stupid, dude. <laughs> God, I love it. Trick or treat, motherfucker. What's up, guys, and welcome to the Happy Halloween edition of the Heels and Quads Wrestling Podcast. Today, we're going to talk about spooky wrestlers. I am, of course, Levi with... And I'm Tommy. And we are going to do a little top ten ski of the uh, the spooky wrestling spooky. gimmicks. Spooky. 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 Like those people with like a bad, like they're kind of dumb Southern accent. 
It spooked me. It spooked me. It was a spooker. Spooked. Is it a spoke in your bicycle tire? Or did it spook you? No, it no. Spooked me. I didn't have a baseball <laughs> card in the spokes of my bicycle. We're we're recording so, this yeah. er, early, early in the morning. Like bef- when we first yeah. started talking, the su- the sun wasn't even out. Like there was no light outside. Yeah. It was dark still. Yeah. So it was really spooky then. So now it's not as spooky. It was spooky. It was, it was spooky. <laughs> but uh, we're going to try to make it a little more spooky with the top 10 well, horror-related wrestling gimmicks. If wrestling can there's There's scary. 10. There's 10. Yeah, and there is just about 10 that are spooky. Also, before we get started, I'd like to mention this is a part of the Slash and Cast podcast network, the Halloween Virtual Convention. The Slash and Cast podcast network, I'm going to list all this off here. There's got a ton of horror podcasts on here. And, you know, we are big horror fans ourselves, but we are the wrestling show of this. So we got to bring what we can to the table for them. So we're going to talk about spooky wrestlers. But first, spooky. I'm going to list off all the shows just in case you guys don't know or you're looking for something new to listen to. Here is all the shows on the Slashcast Podcast Network. We got Make Every Death Count, The Silver Screen Scream Show, Slashercast, The Lane Shift, Where Things Get Freaky and Geeky, The Scream Queens, Bloody Date Night, Dead in Santa Carla. I always love that name just because it's The Lost Boys. I think it's the Lost Boys. It is. If it's not, I don't know. Yeah, they, they always share. Thesaurus. They always share Lost Boys gifts on Twitter. Okay, perfect. Eroticosaurus, the Heels and Quads Wrestling Podcast, a Little Mad Podcast, Frightful Failures Podcast. We watched a movie, Mike and Jay. Just like the movies, we came from beneath the sea, so horrified. Crystal Lake Soldiers podcast, Kill the Dead, Punk Rock Horror podcast, Hunters podcast, 3B Deep Cut podcast, The Conjecturing, The Trigger Treaters podcast, The Sea Files, Apocalypse in Review, and Slash and Cast. And Murder Moose podcast. It looks like there is a new one there. I think. Yeah, they, I don't remember they, they that just one. added Murder them. Moose. I want to say the end of last week. Okay, nice. Also, so, yeah, those are all the. Before we Go move ahead. on, I wanted to mention because we failed to mention on this week's actual podcast, which we did the entire Nightmare on Elm Street series. If you didn't watch it or listen to it, go back in the archives and listen or watch that. And, uh, I wanted to mention that this year we do a Hall of Fame every year. This year it's the third annual Hills and Quads Wrestling Podcast Hall of Fame. And the first inductees I announced this week, or we announced this week, will be Mike and Jay from We Watched a Movie. They'll be with us in Montego Bay, Jamaica. From the Cinnamon Ballroom. The the Cinnamon Ballroom. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. The Cinnamon Ballroom. So this will all be all of those shows I talked about, what Tommy mentioned, not that show. You have to go back and listen to that one. But this one you're listening to right now, you should already know, but this is part of the Halloween, the virtual Halloween convention on the Slashing Cast Network. So it's like, I mean, it's like 
a day or two marathon or basically the whole day of just this stuff, these podcasts and their Halloween special. So when this airs on Saturday, actually Halloween, you'd already had an evening at least of the slashing cast, uh, virtual Halloween convention. It started at, uh, five o'clock Eastern time last night in real time because this is saturday and then we're on saturday and then it goes throughout the day on saturday so if you're watching now keep watching and if you didn't catch yesterday's you can go back on slash and cast and watch day one and with that said let's go ahead and get started on our top 10 spooky wrestling gimmicks top 10 scary wrestling gimmicks just top 10 horror based wrestling gimmicks yes from of any era it doesn't have to be today uh, yeah because i mean there's not 10 right now but it, it no i would say mostly the golden era of wrestling think early 90s wwf because that's basically when the characters you know there were actual gimmicks there's really only a few now but anyways so i'll start because you started the nightmare on elm street i started the name so. yeah that's our thing. We like to go back and forth, you know. Uh, <laughs> so, top 10 horror-related wrestling gimmicks. My number 10, from the early 90s, Papa Shango. And I picked him because, obviously, the voodoo gimmick, uh, very live-and-let-die-esque of James Bond. Yeah. Uh, that's what it that's, always reminded me of. That's what always gets it, me. Yeah. Even as a kid, because I remember in that movie, it was really weird because you didn't understand it, especially as a kid. You know, I didn't know what the fuck voodoo was. So then you come into WWF in 1992, I guess, is when maybe late 91 is when he made his debut. I don't know. I'm going off the cuff Yeah, here. something like that. Um, yeah. But, you know, the voodoo thing and his music was spooky and he came to the ring and he had like the the necklace with, you know, and the uh the, the bones staff. and all that yeah the bones uh so i mean he's he was spooky then i remember i mean i wasn't scared of him but i you know it was kind of weird it made you feel uneasy he made his first appearance at he made his first appearance on may 28th 91 at a wwf superstars of wrestling taping in tucson arizona okay there, so there 91 was his first appearance in the fed um but obviously most people <laughs> remember papa shango being the per <laughs> there it is the person that, uh, oh, when he uh, he got to the Ultimate Warrior, made him throw up and all that stuff, and he was just, like convulsing and everything. And then, that's the yeah. And then it was like it kind of just went away, because I mean, like he was supposed to have this long program with the Warrior, and then all of a sudden he, you know, he's gone because Warrior. Well, his feud was with, with Taker after that, right? I think so. Yeah, I think he had he, a he had that little after or was that? that? I think it was after that. So. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was after that. Yeah. But and then he goes I on and he his... becomes Kama and then he becomes the Godfather later on Charles That's Charles right. Yeah. Um and uh at, at one point I guess in the attitude era he was before he became the Godfather he was supposed to be Papa Shango again. And they did the, all these tests oh. uh they did a test photo shoot and they ended up not going with it but i'm glad they didn't because the godfather ended up being a, a classic character in wrestling yeah big t- i mean he's still loved today so kama was the one taker undertaker feuded with yeah it wasn't yeah. 
Papa Shango. Yeah. That's, the that's, that's, the that's, MMA that gimmick. Up. Yeah, that's right. All right, so that's All my right. number 10, Papa Shango. <clears throat> and my number 10 is for those people out there who are a little spooked by clowns. I went with Doink the Clown. Because he almost made my list. I kicked him <clears throat> off, but he almost made my list. Yeah, I went with it. And that's why he's at number 10, because it's not like, because those people who don't like clowns, like he, any, any clown is spooky. They don't like them. They don't like clowns. They're just scared to death. And that's why he made number 10. Also, it's a very slim list to make. There's not a lot of horror gimmicks because horror needs special effects and wrestling doesn't have a whole lot of special effects. And when they try, so, they fail miserably most of the time. They fail miserably. Yeah. But that's why I went with Doink and he's just a classic character. Golden era, like yeah. Tommy mentioned. That's there's quite a few of them on here. He and... was the end of the golden into the new generation. But when he was that yeah. when he was the scary, it was more of the still the golden era, the tail end of it. Yeah. So anyways, yeah, that's about it. Just uh for all the clown freaks out there. I don't remember what that phobia is called. I'll have to look at it, but yeah. Doink the Clown is number 10. All right. My number nine, Vampiro. Because obviously a horror list, Vampiro, take off of a vampire, which I never really saw him as that. But I guess maybe like his earlier stuff before we saw him later on in WCW, I guess probably in AAA when he was down in Mexico still. That might have been more of a, a horror gimmick. But obviously, we remember him more from WCW and his his long feud with Sting that we never thought uh, would end. But I mean, he had yeah. he had his moments <laughs> where he could be spookyish. You know, he had a, the the graveyard match uh, with the demon and uh, the kiss demon, and uh, the the match with Sting when he throws Sting off the the top of the not the Titan Tron because it was WCW, their big screen and throws them off and, and then it being a stunt. Yeah. We found out later on, but yeah. at the time it looked fucking real. And that was probably actually one and of the cooler the moments. Stuff and... Yeah. And he, he, he did yeah. the thing with the misfits and all that stuff. So yeah, Vampiro. Well, uh, my number nine is your number 10, Papa Shango. And he's a little lower on the list kind of for the same reasons as you it's just like it was a creepy voodoo character but kind of like you said i always any voodoo related stuff i just think of live and let die yeah like pretty much anything but especially pop shango because it's just like was an open book you You know i always kind of wish the guns and roses version would have been on that movie yeah, it was a little before though. But before Paul McCartney and Wings was pretty cool too. Paul McCartney's still cool. Yeah. By the way. <clears throat> so yeah, I guess there's not much to talk about with the number nine, my number nine being Papa Shango. I do have the classics figure. I have that. I still have that figure. Do you really? Papa Shango one. Yeah. See, I still have the legend. What is it? Let was it the legends or like it was, it was like fifteen years ago? Classics. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's the one I have. The only, the only classics I ever got was the series one Shawn Michaels with the white tights from yeah. twelve. Um, yeah. But I remember having the Papa Shango Hasbro 
Okay. When I was oh a, yeah, when I was little, when yeah. I was a teeny youngster. Um, a little teen ski. But yeah, I, man, I'd love to have like for the kids to have a Papa Shango. I think they made a Mattel Elite. They, they yeah, they probably. I think they did actually. I think I, think I saw it did. at Walmart. As yeah. A matter of fact, they. Sure uh, I have like a. <clears throat> I had my crates of wrestlers separate. I had Raw SmackDown, and then I have a Legends crate. And the Legends one, it's like a bunch of the classics. or Like, I have the Hulk Hogan one with, like, the early 80s or 70s belt. The one that's, like, that weird shape. Oh, yeah. And he's wearing the like Hulkamania the shirt. It's belt. like, yeah, yeah, it's like the early Hulkamania type stuff. But anyways, yeah, Pop Shango, number nine. Voodoo guy. All right. My number eight is going to throw everybody off a bit because he's a newer character. Uh not known for people that just watch WWE, AW, even New Japan, but he has made some appearances for Ring of Honor. He's very nice, but he's also very evil, and that's Danhausen. Oh. Anybody that feeds their opponent's teeth belongs on the horror-related wrestling gimmicks. Yeah. That's right. You were you were on the housing thing for a while. A oh while man, we're back, still on it. He's he's one of two yeah. Patreon that I subscribe to. <laughs> Danhausen oh, really? and we Danhausen and we watched a movie. Those are the only two. Danhausen. All right, we can roll with that. What am I? What am I at? Seven, eight. You're at eight. That's eight. Okay, uh, my number eight is little, maybe a little low on the list, but you know, for decent reason. But Vampiro, because he just didn't have. I think I haven't seen enough of it, but either way, he's in the top ten. And also because I love vampires and the Vampiro gimmick, I was always into. I've always been into it. It's just a cool. He's not too vampire-ish. Yeah. Like, it's not a corny, like, he does, it's not Kevin Thorne. <laughs> and. <laughs> he did not make my list, Which by the wasn't way. bad. Yeah, he did not make my list. But Vampiro, a little low on the list, but uh, I've always liked his style and the gimmick, especially. He and was a legit not good, bad, but. His, he was a good wrestler, legit. Yeah, he was a good wrestler. He, I mean, he has some good matches in there, but it's hard to find those in the year 2000 WCW. But there is other Vampiro outside of 2000 WCW. Like you said, AAA. Yeah. And he, I think he primarily works with like AAA. And then he was also with Lucha yeah. Underground. He did commentary and for so, Lucha. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. But anyways, Vampiro number eight. All right. My number seven. Let me look at the list. By the way, we put this together with like no time whatsoever so it's a little yeah neat. that's why uh number seven luna Bashan. i ah, oh, i don't nice. know what it was about luna when i was a kid and now i get it but luna always freaked me out a little bit yeah and the the shit this the shaved head with the tattoos on the side um whether it be when she was with Sean Michaels or Bam Bam Bigelow or just being by herself or with the artist formerly known as Gold Dust with the ball gag and all that shit. Um, Gold Just. She was a cool character, though, man. And, like, 
Yeah. At, and that time when she was with Goldust, she, you know, she feuded with Sable. She was, I mean, I mean, that was a big spot to have. But I think they had yeah. to have Luna in that spot because they needed a veteran to carry Sable through through that. Because she was green. Oh, greener than good like, shit. Beyond green. Yeah. But Luna, that's a good that's a good pick. Luna's definitely she was a spooky one I didn't even think of. Like it's yeah. just it's just creepy because she's like just weird and crazy. She's got and, that like, real you don't know. Voice. Oh yeah, yeah. So But she anyways, was also kind of like later. in a Ooh, Pootski. She was also kind of like <laughs> attractive in a weird way. In a very weird way. In a weird yeah. way. Like you're like yeah. on the like the niche kind of <laughs> you're like eh. You're like, I would just to see. Just because I to, I could get down like, with is that. Is it half just... shaved? <laughs> is there tattoos? Does she have like lightning tattoos going across? Yeah. Like, what's up with that? All right, Luna, number seven. So my number seven is, I probably should have put it a little little lower on the list, but it's a collective, the Dungeon of Doom. And it's like just a, it's just a throwback and a tribute to just corny. Well, the fucking storyline is scary. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. The storyline's rough, but it's Kevin Sullivan. It's uh, Kamala. Oh God! Uh, the giant Ming barbarian. Ming, yep, the barbarian who is Brutus Beefcake, right? Isn't that no, Brutus no, no, Beefcake, no, no. the barbarian? Brutus was the Zodiac. And, the Zodiac, uh, that's yeah. right. One of his many, many. So, gimmicks. anyways, yeah, it's a collective of just the cheesiest possible gimmicks and the cheesiest possible horror and scary stuff yeah so you could have put ed leslie on here as just himself yeah (laughs) brother so yeah number seven the the dungeon of doom it's uh you know it's a little it's a little callback my number six okay that's my number six yeah (laughs) yeah gangrel I gotta add the music in here because that's the shit, man. Dude, that's a cool song, man. Yeah. I really like that song. I remember when WWF The Music Volume wow. 3 came out. <laughs> it was three, right? Was it three or four? Yeah, it was that three. Was on. Okay. Uh, I think I'm pretty sure it was three. Because okay. four was like 2000. Okay. With like My Time, Triple H, and all Taz. that. Taz. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but I remember when it came out. I got it from the fucking, I got it from Walmart. And like, that was a first. Well, I put on DX first. DX was wow. first. I listened to that. <laughs> and then fucking The Brood, dude. That song today, I mean, you go anywhere in like a wrestling forum or Twitter or wherever, and people still talk about The Brood's song about how fucking cool it was. There it is. Can you hear it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the breathing and shit. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't know what I'm saying. I just say, oh, yeah, saying, just in a weird, breathy saying, voice. Like, I thought it was like, oh, be red, be ready, be yeah. ready, be red. Like, it's, I don't know. That's weird, but, but yeah, but that's yeah, my gang, six as well. So. Gangrel, because not Edge and Christian so much, because even though they it's were kind of cool weird. It's a cool vampire. But, yeah, Gangrel was sweet cool. And he always had a fucking smile on his face, too. That's what always yeah. got me. With the fucking teeth, yeah. And the goblet. <laughs> Drink. <laughs> Woo! 
<laughs> Drink from the goblet of my cock. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Peter Steele, Hall of Famer. Yeah. He was a Quads Hall of Famer last year. He was uh, a Quads Hall of Famer, the Hog Wing. He was he the Hog Wing or was he something? He was else? the Hog Wing, I think. He yeah, wing. he was the Hog Wing. Yeah. I believe. Oh yeah, because so. because the Music Wing last year was Paul Stanley's voice, not Paul Stanley's voice, just his just his voice. voice. Well, we can't get the rights to his. Well, no, him. But we, I mean, I can do the. How's everybody feeling? You feeling good? Every time I do that, Gangrel's number six. Yeah, Gangrel. (laughs) Gangrel is Philly shirt, dude. And he'd spit the blood. Yeah, the Philly shirt. And then it'll be all over. He spits the blood out. It goes. It's like just everywhere. But and he was just he. You know, Gangrel had. He had good matches. Yeah. Had good matches. And then he made like a weird comeback in like 04. Yeah, it was like a random. And he was wearing that bluish yeah. frilly shirt. It was a rando yeah. comeback. He came back on SmackDown, I believe mm-hmm. it was. Yep. Yeah. And Man. he had the blue frilly shirt. And then uh, then he, I think he did some porn and directing in between yeah, that. He did. So. And he was married to Luna yeah. in real life before she And passed he was away. married to Luna. Yep. Now he has a wrestling school yep. in Florida. In Florida. Which he does they do matches and stuff. But yeah, yeah Gangrel's awesome, man. I just And I, he still I've wrestles. He lo- does like he does indie shows. Yeah, he does still. and he does his thing. Yeah. And he does his little his little wrestling school thing. They do live shows at that at some point. He but. actually right before COVID happened, he wrestled uh Danhausen. Oh really? That's mm-hmm. perfect. Yep. That's pretty awesome. Gangrel could have been higher on my list just because of how much I love that. But it's a, it's a vampire gimmick, and the lights went down. Yeah. Like just everything it came about up it through the fl- the like ring the of red fire. Lights. Yeah, dude, it's so cool, man. If if nothing else, I actually feel bad list, about making him number you six. Check out. You know. Yeah, I kind of want to put him higher, dude. Well, let's like, think. We'll go through yeah. it, and then we'll decide where we'd actually put him because he's both of well, our number six. I can so. swap him with my number. I can swap him with like my number four or five easy. Yeah, pro- so. I could probably switch him with five easy. Four, eh, maybe. Uh, yeah, we'll we'll go through it and then we'll decide. We'll make a final decision yeah. on Gangrel. Okay. Gangrel. Okay. Um, number five, the original incarnation of mankind. I I mean any McFoley. You have to character other than i mean dude love you're not going to put him on this list but i mean i could even see you putting cactus jack on here because he was so reckless just crazy like yeah. he just didn't care he's fucking um, crazy you know who i didn't put on here but now that i'm talking about it, i kind of think of it is chainsaw charlie terry funk's character from yeah 99 it's like or 98 that's not, not scary yeah but i mean you could kind of put him because he had the chainsaw and leather face yeah. but you also know it's terry there Funk was a leather some... face wrestler. yeah in japan dude it was weird yeah they had a jason one too there's a ma- you can actually find it on yeah. youtube it's jason versus Leatherface from japan um it's, yeah but yeah uh mankind the original not when he started wearing the tie but like the brown like doo-doo brown suit with the sweatpants yeah Back when he would stab himself in the knee with the pen when he faced Sean Pull Michaels. Pull his hair out and shit like yeah. that. Yeah. The, the fucking promos when he's like talking to the rat and stuff. And it was just, yeah. it was yeah. weird. It's, it's a, 
That's a really good one, dude. Yeah. That's a really good one. But that's five. Mankai. All right. My number five. My number five is well, it's gotta be Kane. That's because gotta Kane, be Kane is from the he's from the depths of hell. He's the Undertaker's brother, Kayfabe brother. And Kayfabe he's been Kane. through some obviously even Kane without the mask, the bald Kane, like he's just he's just a psycho so it's like it it even that's spooky creepy whatever but the original kane was really cool because he didn't talk and then when he did talk finally it was the vocal like yeah i set myself on fire stone cold's like well you better you be you can rest assured that fire goes out old stone cold will be there to throw another log on it what when Stone Cold said he'd throw another log on the fire if fucking Kane was burning, that it, it was just so good. But See, anyways, you, d- you doing Stone Cold's voice at 8.05 a.m. makes me want a beer. Yeah. Throw another log like, on. I could throw another log on fire. Oh, Stone Cold, stomp a mud hole in your ass and walk it dry. What? <laughs> what? What? I want some white, white castle burgers. Fucking Stone Cold uh, ET. Fucking Stone Cold ET, dude. Love that. He's good. Uh. Anyways, Kane. Yeah, Kane. Kane is number five because he's from hell. He's got the fire suit. He comes out. He does this, and the fire blows out of the ring. Shoots lightning from out hell. of his ass. He's like, he's like a little demon spawn. Yeah, he's yeah. burnt supposedly, but he's not yeah. because he takes his mask off and his face is fine. He that was, was Doctor Isaac Yankum DDS. So, yeah. Yeah, like takes mask off and it's just. Do you like, think oh, Vince okay. ever sat there, like in the meeting, and he's like, "You know what? Before we take your mask off, Kane, let's really burn your face." No, because there's no logic with Vince McMahon, so that didn't. Well, happen. no, that's what I'm saying. For he, people like he, us, he would have thought that though, because he's fucking crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You would have th- totally. Yeah, let's set your face on fire, and Stone Cold can throw another log on it. <laughs> He's gonna <laughs> puke. He's gonna puke. And my number four is draws. No, I'm just <laughs> my number four is D'Lo Brown. No. Uh, so oh, yeah, we oh. are on four, right? Yes. Four. Yes. <clears throat> my number four is a current gimmick. The Fiend. All right. Um, that's my number four. Oh, it is. Yeah. Okay, cool. That worked out. Yep. Um. Just wanted to make sure before you said it. Yeah, yeah. that's my number four. Uh, it's more of a psychological thing with the feed, though. It's not so much the mask, which I get. It's spooky. Uh, Tom Savini, but it, it is still horror esque. Yeah, Tom Savini yeah. designed the belt when he was champion, so that was cool. And it lasted a whole what two weeks that belt, and they put it, it up on around, and it was like five thousand <laughs> WWE shop for like five or six thousand dollars. I think two people bought yeah. it. Um, yeah, which those two people, if you want to sponsor the show, uh, hit us up patreon.com slash <laughs> you obviously quads. have enough money. <laughs> Sign up for the dollar tier and I'll show you my toenails. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's more of a sl- what's that? <laughs> You're still bumping the brood. You yeah, listen to that on the yeah. way to work, just oh, definitely <laughs> the window down and stared up all the way. What's up? People are like. All the frats and sororities are looking at me like, what the fuck is it? I got vampire teeth. <laughs> <laughs> I spit blood out the window. 
some drunk dude in the gutter driving by all the cars. Yeah, I'm like, spit on him. Yeah, fuck that guy. Anyways, Wake yeah, up. The Fiend. The Fiend. Modern wrestling horror-esque gimmick. The mask is creepy. The It is. It is psychological. Like, yeah. even the uh, Firefly Funhouse. Like, that That's was just a is, psychological man. It gets mess. in your head, man. But it was good. Yeah. You know? And, and there's a, yeah. I mean, a couple of great promos. And that's, that's what... Even even during COVID times where he, you know, you could kind of see where it would fuck with somebody. Yeah. So that makes it scary. It's almost like Freddy. Oh. He's in your dreams. You can't fucking control it. You can't control the fiend because he just pops up whenever the fuck he wants. Yeah. All right. All right. So, that so was both of our number also fours. looks like... That was both our number four. It also looks like the fiend and Randy Orton are going to get back at it so yay anyways that's another podcast for another time uh number three yeah i'm the boogeyman and i'm coming to get ya dude i like that's one of those gimmicks that even vince knows was fucking gold and keeps bringing it back for one-offs um yeah so eating the fucking worms and he ate the mole off jillian hall's face uh, spitting the worms on Charmel in her mouth and shit. Uh, yeah, feud, I mean his feud with King Booker was actually pretty cool. Um, it, but that's one of the. I mean, he w- was legit creepy. I wouldn't say scary, but he he could creep you out and make it was you feel just, uneasy. It was creepy. Yeah. yeah, and then they. I mean, they in the later years and as the years went by, they kind of just made it so. Dumb. But yeah. Because it was always like, like a comical type thing. Yeah. yeah, it was just wasn't it wasn't like spooky like when it first came out because he really the, it was that the feud with Booker like that was the intro to the Boogeyman and yeah. that was it was good and yeah. then it was just like eh, well they ruined it after that so and I mean he's a, he's a good wrestler too I mean his matches weren't like five stars or anything no but he's but he's. He had some good ones with Booker and whoever yeah. else after. I don't remember a lot of it, yeah. but it's definitely like, and of course he still makes one-off appearances on Halloween stuff or like t- Raw Twenty Five or whatever. Yeah, he did the Hardy Halloween. He was on that. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yep. So, anyways, yep. all right. That's my, number uh, my number three. My number three. Mm, I switched it with number two. I think I got to <laughs> bring it down a notch. It was number two. I'm gonna go. I'm going with Sting. Because the first year or two of the crow gimmick, well, I call it the crow gimmick, but the black it's and the white crow. It's doesn't the crow talk. fucking gimmick. Yeah, he's hanging out in the rafters, and he doesn't talk, and it was just a year build-up to the match with Hulk Hogan, which was mm-hmm. definitely a letdown, which fucking sucks. They got a lot of buys, but it was a big letdown. But anyways, the gimmick. When he was <laughs> that sting, it was... It was good, and it was just – he was silent. He came out, and you never knew when he was going to show up, and he'd hit him with a bat or he'd hit him with a scorpion death drop, and Hogan was always like, no. Like, he was always all scared and shit. And then also, all, all Sting gimmicks had their own little, you know, sp- craziness to them. Mm-hmm. And you know, when they went to TNA, later on in the TNA days, like the 2012-ish – I think it's late 2011 or, or I think it's late 2011 through like 2014 ish. He had the Joker sting gimmick where he was just, he was like crazy and he had the Joker face paint and all that. But, uh, 
Yeah. So, so basically, too. basically, Sting just liked to rip off popular movies. <laughs> I he, guess. Usually yeah. two years too late. The Crow and yeah. uh, The Dark Knight Joker, Heath Ledger, which that's Dark basically Knight all Joker. he did was rip off Heath yeah. Ledger. But, I mean, no, I, I get it, though. Because, <laughs> I mean, I remember when uh hogan turned like it didn't scare me but it's no 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 but yeah i mean it's horror related because it's the crow um yeah and the crow is comic book horror uh or graphic novel horror um but i remember when hogan turned and it was like you were waiting for sting to you know get to him and i I mean obviously i was always a hulk hogan fan but like i was still like wanting sting to get his you know and just waiting it was a great story, every dude. week, you're like, is he going to fucking, like, talk, say something. I want him to talk. Yeah. And there was only yeah. the one time when he had the original black and white, when it was, like, still that sting kind of face paint. Yeah. He, you know, when he's basically saying, fuck off. And then he goes up into the rafters, and that's it. And then for a fucking year, you, nothing. Yeah. Until Starcade in the popcorn fart match. So. Anyways, Sting is three. <clears throat> Number two. Number two. It's gotta be K. <clears throat> because I mean, okay, it's K. yeah. So, yeah. but when I when I think of scary wrestlers, Kane was pretty fucking terrifying. The glass eye looking thing, and obviously probably a contact yeah. because Glenn Jacobs looks normal. The earliest incarnation of Kane. Yeah, was the 90, one, 97, like Hell in a Cell. Kane when he yep. runs the fucking door off the hinge and goes in there and tombstones the Undertaker and all that shit and that whole build up so, to WrestleMania 14. Yeah, that's good. And it's him versus Undertaker at 14. And then there's the Inferno match in 98. Right. I can remember, I think it is my first memory of wrestling is Kane. I was watching it on. I was watching it at my friend Zach's house, and his mom had taped it. They watched wrestling or whatever. He had to have been like two, and I was four. Like we were little. You had to and get I remember, him in there, didn't you? <clears throat> you? Just had to say his fucking name. Oh yeah. Yep. Okay. And he's a, Kane he's a Hall was of Famer t- too. So yeah, he is a Hall of Famer. Kane was on TV, and I remember. <clears throat> I just remember saying to him, "That guy's gonna come in your room tonight." Like, and that's all I remember of it. Because I was trying to scare him because he was two and I was four. But well, at least you didn't say, that anyways. guy's going to come in your ass tonight. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm glad I didn't say that. Yeah. Which I, I was about a year away from knowing what that was. So <laughs> Four to five, that big jump, you know. I mean, yeah. So, anyways, that's, uh, yeah. Okay. All right. This is my turn. Yeah. All right, my number two. <laughs> My number two was one of your earlier picks. It is the first incarnation of mankind. Ooh. The brown, the brown suit, the mask. He's pulling his hair out. Wee! 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 <laughs> like that shit. Like he's just fucking psychotic, dude. But he would put his body through whatever to try to win the match. Like that guy. I mean, in this, in the mankind thing and the Fed, when he came there, this wasn't the first time he had been putting his body through some shit. It had been happening in WCW and Japan, ECW. Yeah, he like was already in rough had, shape when he yeah, came in. Yeah, he was already beat up. And then, you know, his first year or two, and we get the Undertaker versus Mankind in the Boiler Room Brawl. 
And then we get the Buried Alive match, and we get Mind Games with Shawn Michaels, which we did a couple weeks ago. You can look back and check that out. Um, just the early Mankind was really good. And even when he went to the white shirt with Ty, before he became all funny and shit, yeah. he had some moments where he was just fucking Hell psychotic. Yeah, Hell in a Cell. I mean, that's just watch that match. That match is terrifying to watch because yeah. the bumps that are taken in it. So anyways, yeah, Mankind's number two because any – He's a legend, so he has to be there. And, and number I think, one, I assume, yeah. Yeah, we can collectively say it. The Undertaker. Oh, mine's not mine's not Taker. Really? No. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Who else would it be? Fucking kid, man. The, the people love it. Kid. And honorable mention is the lizard kid. <laughs> <laughs> you love that <laughs> dude that's my favorite gif of all time yeah i can tell um all right so anyways the undertaker yeah. i think most people even in wrestling a lot of people in outside of wrestling know the undertaker and especially in a horror genre like he is the dead man and it's been around for so long since survivor series 1991 right 1990 1990 yeah because then i did this tuesday in texas yeah. But, man, he's been around for so long. He was the the original Dead Man, Purple Gloves, all that, till about 96 or 97. It was 97. When, then he changed over to, like, the ministry-ish one. Mm -hmm. And then in the 97 and 98, he was still the Undertaker Dead Man, but he was that on the verge of the ministry. 99, that's when they did the Ministry of Darkness into 2000. Took a hiatus 2000. He came back as the American Badass through 2003. It was Survivor Series 2003 that he got buried alive. And then at WrestleMania 20 in 2004, he came back as the dead man. Oh, and he's yes. been the dead man ever since. Yeah. He's been the dead man ever since, but there's been different, you know, outfits. But either way, he's always been the dead. Even when he was the American Badass, he was the fucking dead man, yeah. you know? He's always booger red, but booger red. I don't understand that <laughs> booger red shit. I don't. I really don't get it. But anyways, yeah. So just take her, man. The legacy is just. And if it was a list of legendary wrestlers too, like he'd probably still be at the top because yeah. the dude has the longest fucking run. We're coming up uh, November mainstream run. <clears throat> November this this year. So tomorrow when you're watching this. 30 years 30 years of the undertaker survivor yeah. series this year so actually i think that might be a good one for us to do the debut of the undertaker this year i think we should we should just I think do that would be cool because we haven't done a night like a early 90s early, no like i don't maybe not ever because he debuted and beat hogan right isn't that no, how he, it works? he debuted in the survivor series as ted dibiase's mystery man then oh, 91 year, 91 was... he beat hogan that's right. And then they did this. That's that's what I was thinking of, is him beating Hogan. Yeah, so 90. Yeah, 30 years of Taker, man. That's, that's fucking crazy. But Undertaker is the dead man. If nothing else, you got to check him out, too. If you don't know who Undertaker is, you just you got to watch him and just see what he's all about because he's he is the OG horror gimmick. As far as mainstream goes, I'm sure there's some others out there. I'm sure there's wrestling elitists. They're like, yeah, well, you never heard of fucking Leatherhead a uh, hockey guy yeah well he's tough and he's an ajjfw that you I almost sound like you're people. doing a 
a, a Terry Funk Terry impression. Funk. Well, I'm not gonna cry. Uh, uh, I want you there, man. I want I, you there, man. I, I, I want, want you there. there. But Terry, I'm not booked. But, but, but I want you there. But I um, want you there. But um, hopefully, if you enjoyed this, you'll subscribe to us, Heels and Quads Wrestling Podcast, on YouTube. Uh, wherever you listen to podcasts, Heels and Quads Wrestling Podcast. Uh, Patreon.com slash Heels and Quads. Obviously, slashingcast.net. Um, Collarandelbowbrand.com. Collarandelbowbrand. Heels and Quads yeah. and all caps at checkout. Save 10% order. ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash Heels and Quads. That's where you can find our merch. FullyLoadedShoe.com. Coupon code HEELPOD10 at checkout. Save you 10% of your order. And what's the man last can. one? Man Can Wine. If you're a man and you're a fan of the can, go to mancanwine.com. Use coupon code HEELS AND QUADS in all caps at checkout. And save 25% on your order as well as free shipping. And for all and have you a happy C- Halloween. And for all you CBD freaks out there, go greenhemp.com. HEELS AND QUADS in all caps at checkout. Saves you 15% off your entire order. Obviously, Twitter, Heels and Quads on Twitter, Heels and Quads Wrestling Podcast on Instagram, Facebook too, sometimes. Um, actually, Facebook's, <laughs> sometimes. Been, Facebook's been doing pretty well, actually, lately. We're up on sometimes. Facebook. Sometimes. But mostly Twitter is where we do most of our stuff. Instagram's like a picture, and then we just say what's coming up. This week, uh, if you're new to the podcast this week, uh, from New Japan, from uh, Talking Shop, the hashtag worst podcast ever talking shop we will have this monday rocky romero joining the show and then the next week we have another guest but i can't announce that just yet all right well i hope everybody has a happy halloween and be sure to tell your friends tell your enemies and we'll talk to you guys next time happy halloween